Hello, everybody. It's been a while, I think about a month, in fact, since my last episode. In between now and then, I made the kind of snap decision to come back to the U.S. for a month during the election at the height of this COVID spike um, and uh, check out both some new parts of the U.S. as well as um, see a bunch of old friends in my family while I had COVID immunity since I had that about a month and a half ago in the UK. Um, I'm going to have a lot of episodes on the stuff uh, I thought about during this trip. But this episode is actually um, not too much related to the trip, but just a kind of uh, culminative, culminative, accumulative, culmination <laughs> of some thoughts that I've had about resets, mental and emotional resets. It's something I've thought about a lot in the last year. Um, if you've listened to my podcasts uh, for a while, you'll recognize a kind of common theme throughout a lot of them of kind of exposing a lot of my ideas are about how cool it is to reset my thoughts, whether that be by going to an onsen or sento in Japan and meditating or meditating at other places or therapy or writing or reflection or just sleeping. All these things are effective ways to reset my thoughts. Um, and the reason why this is so important is because for me, I tend to, like most people, get stuck in some amount of kind of what are called negative cognition loops. Um, I fixate on something which isn't necessarily even bad when the fixation starts, but anything, when we think about it too much, becomes harmful. It becomes a harmful thought. Anything, even a positive expectation for the future, creates anxiety when we think about it too much. Even a very happy memory from our past will eventually lead to depression when we think about it too much. And there's a lot more research coming out uh, in the last few years about how a large swath of disorders are really just this. Depression and anxiety are really just hyperactive cognition. Depression is when people think too much about the past and anxiety is when we think too much about the future. And this research is basically framing all the existing treatments for these diseases or these mental states, I suppose, as resets, as tools to help you reset your cognition, to break out of a feedback loop, um, whether that be therapy or antidepressants or even LSD or other uh, psychedelic compounds, which are famous or perhaps notorious for their ability to reset your mental state. And this is probably why LSD has been shown to be one of the most effective treatments for depression and alcohol addiction and other addictions. There's, it's just an incredibly effective way to break us out of negative cognition loops that get us stuck in a kind of less than happy state. Um, so all this is important to me both from a personal standpoint because I've struggled with this in the past. I'm definitely somebody who tends to have a hyperactive cognition, cognitive system, hyperactive cognitive system. Um, and, uh, and that has created some anxiety and depression for me in the past. But also I, I love it because it has led me to think about 
kind of other tools that could act as mental resets. Like I used to think that the way I, you know, the way to kind of like sustainable happiness for me was basically some combination of therapy and meditation and, um, and yoga and these other things. And now that I've realized it's just about this mental reset, there's a whole wide range of things that I can do to achieve that. And I've started thinking about products that might actually help with these kind of mental resets um, that are outside the range of tools we currently have. In particular, I've been thinking about a lot about products that allow us to change our environment. So much existing kind of mental reset tools, so many of the existing tools are focused on changing our perception of the environment. This is awesome because when you change your perception of your environment, you can essentially create a reset without having to go through the cost and effort of actually moving or making a big, big serious change to your environment, leaving your job, etc. So, you know, in a world where environment is probably the biggest thing that keeps us in our negative cognition loops, changing your perception of the environment is a really important, uh, anything that does that is a very important tool. And if you can do it yourself, that's a great skill. However, for a lot of people, and for most people at some time, at some point in their life, changing our perception of the environment won't be enough. When the environment is particularly kind of exerts a particularly powerful um, sway over our thoughts, when we're surrounded by the same people every day and we spend so much time with these people uh, or we spend so much time in, in a place that uh, you know, has a lot of emotional meaning to us, even as we attempt, to change, our, attempt to, to change our perception of the environment, it will kind of push us back into our old ways of thinking. Um, in the situations where the environment is very powerful, therapy or medication might not be enough. Changing a perception of the environment might not be enough. In these cases, we need to actually change the environment. Um, so that's what I've been focused on as kind of a product I want to work on is a product that actually allows us to change our environment. Imagine if you could order a new lifestyle the same way you order medication, or if that could be prescribed to you by a coach or recommended to you by a friend. So that's what I'm trying to work on. <laughs> and the first iteration of this product is a house, something pretty simple, a house where you can go live with five other people who are working on similar goals to you. So it could be that you want to get fit um, and you will go live with five other people who are also aspiring athletes. And you'll work out every morning and you'll do stretching and healthy eating in the evening. And during the day, you can continue to work continue to you know lead the kind of essential parts of your old life while adding in a bunch of new aspects to your environment and removing a lot of the old ones. Um, and this is something that I think before COVID wouldn't have been really possible because most of us couldn't work remotely. But in the world where most of us can work remotely, if we were to if I was to make some of these houses near major metropolitan areas where people can be within driving distance of their old life in case something comes up and they need to go back um, and do something at their old place. Um, 
this should be a really low effort way to kind of like totally change your environment. And hopefully along with that, get this mental reset. Um, it, and in a way kind of have a lot of the benefits that come with travel without actually needing to travel. So this is my idea. In the post accompanying this podcast, I've included a link to a survey, which I would love your thoughts on. Um, it includes like five minutes of questions related to how you have in the past tried to make kind of these mental resets and, um, and collecting some information about what are the kind of mental research people want to make so I can best shape this original prototype, this first prototype for the product. Um, and if you have any questions for me or ideas, please send them my way. More than ever, I would love your thoughts on this post. Um, and uh, follow up in a few months after the first prototype if you want to hear how that goes. Until then, of course, always check in every other day for my normal blog posts. Um, starting in a few days, I'll probably start a series on what happened in my month in the U.S. driving across the country. So check in for that if you're interested in that stuff. Um, and I'll see you soon.